0: amen powerful but in this service i'm going to be talking about the quiet time if you remember when we came to school i began and then we had to just make way and do the honoring of our prophet and now we want to move on amen i hope that your pledges those of you who haven't sorted it out i hope that you will do so amen most of us have tried to yeah what we said we will put us on our prophets we have done it you haven't at the end of this service i'll give you another opportunity but I'm going back this morning to talk about one of the foundation, foundational teachings of Christianity and that has to do with your quiet time your quiet time I want to talk to you about the 15 powerful effects of a quiet time because sometimes when you do not know that you see, you wake up in the morning you are half sleepy you find your devotional or whatever you pull out your Bible and you read your scripture, one eye open one eye closed are you there? you are going in between sleep and wake and then you pray a little bit even in the prayer sometimes you kind of you know a lot of i mean you all know a lot of things will be happening and so you at a point you can easily feel that charlie i'm tired are you there and then on top of that too sometimes it looks as though there's no effect you see whether I have my quiet time or I don't have my quiet time, nothing seems to change. So after a while, the flesh can take over and say, Charlie, why, Nigeria breath. If nothing at all, Charlie would have rested. Are you here? Yeah. Because it doesn't seem powerful. It doesn't seem powerful. That's why I want to talk to you about the 15 powerful effects. Because having your quiet time, it's like eating. You see. If you just miss a meal, it's not a problem. Well, it doesn't seem to be a problem. If you miss a meal, all you have is a little discomfort. You can even miss two meals. You can even miss three. You can even move into the next day. But you see, at a certain point in time, we were all here last semester when one young lady just collapsed outside the church here. Yeah. And when she collapsed I mean here you are Frightening all of us Out of our lives We think that You are sick yeah, Something has happened to you Some fever Some malaria that, It was nothing oh. It was nothing The person has just Practiced hunger Until one day The body just decided That Ah why <laughs> Please tell to the nearest person are you, are you Especially if it's a young lady Ask it, Are you the type Practicing that thing Are you the type Are you the type yeah to the extent that (laughs) are you here to the extent that some people actually die from not eating there are even medical conditions and they say that you are anorexic you have anorexia some of you here may that demon be lifted off you in the name of jesus yeah it's a demon to be there and to yeah because it's a demon you know when you talk to them the person is all so but the person will tell you that I feel I'm sad yeah a demon has taken over and the person will be there and some of you are anorexic in the spirit you are walking around no quiet time nothing like that you are so called watching your figure but the truth of the matter is that spiritually you are dying you are dying there's no figure to watch what figure does an anorexic person have hey so today i want to share with you to begin to share the powerful effects of the quiet time because there is a powerful effect of the you see you are a product of the food you have eaten you are what yeah some of you with skin issues is the food you ate ah. some of you might tell me my this is food the food you ate bp all the bp issues Yes, it is true. It's hereditary, but apart from the heredity, about ninety-nine point nine five percent, it's it's what you are eating. It's what you are eating. Hey, wow. church has become very quiet again on meal. Yeah. So you are what you have eaten or not eaten. Yeah. that by a sign. As a Christian, also, it is what you have eaten or not eaten. Wow and some of you, the only spiritual food you have is when you come to church that's one cramp, I have to threaten you I have to issue uh, what that you should be here for first service and for, for charisma service and wait also for gathering it's the only way to get something spiritual into you small, your spirit is starving so I've come to talk to you about the 15 powerful effects of the quiet time number one a daily quiet time prevents hurt and reduces pain in this life Hmm. a daily quiet time it reduces hurts and pain you may say how is it possible let's just read scripture you see let me ask you a question when you are walking in the dark can you get hurt easily walking in the dark lights have gone out you will bump into the table knock the shelf things you knew you know when you, you knew that the table was here but suddenly it has shifted and, and you walk straight to it what has happened there is no light and some of us in our lives we're getting hurt because there's no light let us look at the scripture those of you in school of the word you should be quoting the scripture for me psalm 119 verse 105 it says what i word unto my feet unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So when there is no word, there is no lamp. There is no lamp. Hallelujah. Are you there? Many of us pick up our lamp when there is a problem. Then we are now looking for a solution. But a lamp was not really meant to bring you uh, what should I say? (laughs) To reduce problems. It was meant to prevent them. Uh now that you have got broken heart you are now reading the word but if you had read the word earlier you would have seen that the brother is given to change and so such a person you shouldn't follow him but you didn't read the word before so you started the relationship and after you started the guy was given to change so he changed and it was you that was changed out and now you say oh my heart (laughs) oh my heart Charlie, but all jokes aside, broken heart, hey, yo. <laughs> look. Hey, all jokes apart. Hey. Very painful. Your desire to eat has gone. Your ability to concentrate is finished. You feel, look, beautiful girl. Lovely, handsome man. You feel that you are Charlie. You are nothing before a decimal point. What I'm saying is it true or it's not true? But you see, the prevention was in the word but because you had not been reading you didn't even know that there's a scripture like that in there wow yeah the word brings light unto our paths are you here recently i was in a certain situation and i wondered what is going to happen bishop was preaching i said gosh that's my answer yeah as he as he pre- the, look what he was saying he was preaching his preaching no Or you don't understand what I'm saying. He just tell your neighbor, he was preaching, his preaching. And tell your neighbor, mommy is preaching, her preaching. But you see, suddenly, some scripture that he read, that's my answer, light. Light has come. I had come into the meeting wondering, so what am I going to do? How is it going to work? Which way should we go? What shall we do? Suddenly, the scripture just brought me light. Him. Yeah. Just like that. Just like that amen why because it is a light unto your path you are young people know your path is now ahead of you do you know what work you will do do you think it is all jobs that should be done do you know who you will marry do you know where you will live do you know (laughs) ask your neighbor what 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 do you know what do you know what do you know (laughs) (laughs) Have you not seen that you don't know anything at this point in your life? Anything about anything at all is the word that will give you light. I said it is the word that will give you light. It will be a light showing you where to go. So the whole place is dark but the word will just be showing you. Keep moving, keep moving. A light unto my path. Your path has a light on it. If you bother to read. Amen. Amen. John chapter 1 and verse nine says that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. And he's talking about Jesus. Jesus says of himself in John chapter 8 and verse 12. I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life. So what you need is the light of life. And listen the word. John chapter 1 and verse 1 tells us that Jesus is the word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Are you here? Without him was nothing made that was made. So Jesus himself is the word of God. And to, to take time with the word every day is to give yourself light and illumination, illumination in your life. Number two. A daily quiet time guarantees a good harvest of nice things. Why? Every day, as you are reading the Word of God, what is happening to you? The Word of God is a seed that is being sown into your heart, into your life. Again, let us go to the analogy of food. Many years ago, one of my sons got ill. We went to the Tamale Hospital, and then they began to proclaim and declare diseases. They said that the boy has leukemia leukemia is cancer of the blood i said "Ha! what are you talking about <laughs> there's no cure no no, no no that's for cancer of the blood then what surgery are you going to do? are you going to what will you do, we do? <laughs> are you here i said what is that so i left tamale at around must have been about 2 a.m probably somewhere in the middle of the night we traveled the whole night and got to Accra. And by that time, I had already called. In fact, Bishop would go here. At that time, he was reverend. Go. He just took a look at my face and you sit here. And he picked the boy up and he disappeared with him. Into the belly of Kolebu. Are you here or you have traveled? So he took him through from place to place. Because I, I mean, I, I could not believe what I was hearing. And when they had finished, the doctor called me. And then he said, your son. It's malaria that is doing this boy. <laughs> Hold on. He said, if this child had had a lower nutritional status, he would have died. Do you understand? Yeah. In other words, if he had not had a certain kind of food in his life to build him up, because this malaria it was now hidden. It was not seen. They had done malaria tests, everything. It was not seen. It was not seen. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first time and only time I think I've seen five pluses or so. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, but it didn't even show on anything. Are you in the house? What am I saying? So the guy was sick. They couldn't find various things. So the had been there. You can imagine that we had been testing for a while. It was there. Now the guy was saying that the food that he has eaten, because the child was of good nutritional uh, dietitian, where are you? What, what do you call it? Is it the status? Uh-huh. The nutritional status was good. So even though something wild had come, the body had pushed it back. Are you here? Now we are talking about the word of God. And we are saying that you would have been putting some seeds, it's like nutrition, into yourself. Are you getting it? And those seeds will begin to grow. So even when things are coming, your nutritional status is such that you can take it. Yeah. Yeah those of you who don't eat it small no you are sick small no you are sick yeah yeah oh are you there yeah one of my children i don't tell you which one yeah the person from when he was born he ate well the first time most babies have the first time the person was taken lay down in a bed for us to see he was four years old most mothers would say that no 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 from when they start school they are sick they are this they are that they are that why the person eats well? I'm not talking about eats a lot. I say eats well. <laughs> because there are some of you, you have been eating 12 balls of kenke. It's an unbalanced type. Eh, kenke is just kabo. So if you are eating 12 balls of kenke with one Keta school schoolboy, it's nothing to No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. You are eating your fufu. You are eating your fufu. All five of you. This huge bowl of food with one crab on top. They put, it. The, no, 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 that's what, it's not some good food. <laughs> so that's not what we are talking about. We're talking about a balanced diet that you've eaten and allowed it to enter into you. Are you here? And we're saying that it's a good seed. It's a seed. It's a seed. It's just going to be lying there, lying there. Lying there. Hallelujah. (laughs) Are you in the house? Galatians chapter 6 and verse 8 says, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap everlasting life. When you are studying that word, it's a spiritual seed. And from it, you will reap a spiritual harvest. Hallelujah. I have seen people who don't have any word backing at all. Small trouble. (sighs) They're falling down. Small as them, they can't stand at all. They can't stand at all. So you may think it is not worth it, but as you are having that quiet time and regularly reading that word of God and studying that word of God and talking something, it's just... Yeah. You will reap. You will reap the fruit of it. Amen. Wow. Bishop says something I found so interesting here. Most Christians sow into the flesh. They invest in their flesh. They invest time and money to the development of their flesh and their existence. Others invest seeds of television, pleasure, sex, alcohol, and drugs into their lives. And these harvests that come from such seeds are horrific. Very wild things that happen. Most pastors are pastoring sheep who live under the devastating effects of a massive harvest from the flesh. Hmm. Asking about you inside yesterday night if it had not rained, I said yesterday night if it had not rained, some of you would have been going to what Guinness something something fair. What was that? What freshest fair? Some still went. You have gone to carry your harvest of fleshly things and bring it's also a seed. Uh, Why, I shouldn't say it. I've said it, but it's true. It's true. Oh, but mommy, are you saying that we cannot have fun? When a spiritual person is having fun, they don't have it in an unspiritual way. Uh huh. Learn it. Learn it. So the fact that to have fun, you need to enter the devil's kingdom is a sign to you. It's a sign. Tell anybody, it's a sign. A daily quiet time burns away unwanted things. Oh my God burns away unwanted things. When you receive this daily fire, a lot of things will change in your character. A lot of things will change in your character. Jeremiah chapter 5 and verse 14 says, Wherefore, thus saith the Lord God of hosts, Because you speak this word, behold, I will make my words in thy mouth fire. And these people would, and it shall devour them. When you are somebody in whom lives the word of God, As you are speaking, the word from your mouth is fire. And God says he will make certain people rising up against you. There will be wood. As you speak, it's caught like that. Wow. I said what? And some of us, we have been carrying demons. Is the word of God coming? No, it's true. It's true. Sometimes they are there, you don't know. How don't you know? Because you don't know how they came in. You don't know how they came in. Hey, the room is quiet again. If you are depending on where you come from and what has happened to you. Yeah. I used to be a pastor in a place where when a baby is born, before you taste your mother's milk, the concoction from a soothsayer is given, in, given to you. Yeah, we had many of the people who, are so, when you become a Christian, we have to assume that there's a demon there already. Because as you came, the soothsayer has come with his powers. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. Even before, there are very few things that are done before a baby tastes the mother's milk. In most parts of the world, nothing is done. It's the mother's milk that's first. But this place, the devil has a hold even before you come in. Some of you, as you got sick, they carried you to places. Yeah. There's silence in court. No, it's true. Some of you, that moodiness, you do not know that it is demonic aspect of your character that you see it goes out of your control it's a sign so you're choleric you're angry all the time it's a sign it's out of your control or oh, you don't understand what i'm saying any aspect that goes out of your control you are flagged like you are sleeping all the time out of your control there are all signs something has entered something has entered yeah but as you read the word of god some of these things that the reason why you don't know is someone just bent away Some just go. Those of you who are struggling, masturbation, pornography, you are waiting for, many of you are waiting for one mighty deliverance. But some demons are driven out. They are drowned. Are you understanding me? And so sometimes just that consistent going to the word, bringing the word, bringing at a point to them, the word is fire. They have to go. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. Yeah, so I'm just saying to you that at times you are carrying a lot of things. The Bible says of Jesus that the devil had nothing in him. Meaning that it would have been possible for him to have had something in him. Otherwise they would not have said there's nothing in him. That Jesus said the devil comes out, he has nothing in me. The mad of Gadara, he worshipped Jesus Oh, Mark chapter 5. When he saw Jesus coming, the Bible says that he worshipped him. Are you here? The guy was worshipping oh, but he was also full of a legion of demons. it was also full of the word the the, the people who are monitoring the screen should better keep up I gave you Mark chapter 5 you should have been there by now are you understanding what I'm saying? yeah so you need to take the word of God and hold it and as you are reading as you are on it that's why I like Bishop's books because every point it has a scripture don't sit in front of me and sleep Mm -hmm. I've seen two sleepers today okay yeah Are you in the house or you have traveled? Yeah. Let's continue. You know, so you need the fire. A daily dose of fire is to take care of all these unwanted things. A daily quiet time, verse number four, breaks down evil strongholds. Evil strongholds. Wow. When you do not, Christians who don't have quiet time often, often have a very bad character. Because it is very easy to learn bad things. Yeah, but as you keep on exposing yourself to the word, your character begins to change. Because that is if you read it, if you really read. Jeremiah 23 and 29 says, Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? So you are reading the word, taking in the word. Your character begins to, to, to come together. I tell you, the number of Christians with bad character, Charlie. it's not good. Some of you, the way you even talk to each other. Hmm. Hmm? When you are angry. Some of the manifestations in church, you wonder whether the devil even has work. <laughs> yeah. Nobody is perfect in the church. You too, as you have come, you are not perfect. So if the usher made a mistake, there's no need to freak out. If the person who is sitting by you has to go to the washroom and makes a mistake to step on your foot. Oh, okay. But there's no point. Don't manifest. Hmm. Wow. Are you in the house? I want to add one more. Number five. A daily quiet time leads to the cutting away of unwanted aspects of our lives and character. Wow. Please on the screen. Give me Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. Unwanted aspect of our lives and character. Are there some things about yourself you don't like? I said, are there some things about yourself you you see? Don't justify it. Don't justify it. If you are rude, understand that you are rude. Yeah, don't justify it. Eh, but it was not me. It was the way that they said that. No. If you are rude, know that you are rude. Yeah. That is not, it is an unwanted aspect. Character deals with behavior. Are you in the church or you have traveled? So let me ask you a question. The behavior in the, of Christians and the behavior of non-Christians. Is it very different these days? Yeah. Yeah. We are all... We are all... Yeah. Very similar behavior. In your lecture room, can they determine that they, these are the Christians and these are the... No. Why? Because their characters are so similar. But it should not be. It should not be. The things we say so similar. We talk in the same way. Hey. Hmm. Hebrews chapter 4. For the word of God is quick and powerful. Do you believe that it's powerful? Yeah. yeah. The word of God is powerful. If you will take a good look at yourself and subject yourself to the word of God, things will change. Things will change. Hey. At times I'm amazed at how I've changed. The other day I was telling the river, I said, hey. As said they say, am I too cool? <laughs> well, you don't think that is cool, eh? Well oh, then, you don't know what fire is, Junior. What I'm saying is it true? Or is not true. Ask those who have been. Oh, this, is, this is my yam row. Yeah. Eh? Eh, Mommy, is this Yomre? Then you don't know fire. Hey, when you see them, ask them. The other day, somebody was giving me. I was, I was just looking at the choir, something yesterday. Out of Charisma Choir, 54 people, 38 came for rehearsal. Oh, my head is ash. The 16 would have been without a sitting place. Ah! I just looked at them and I said, Look at these people. Look at these people. Hmm. Look at these people. (sighs) "Eh, But you should be cool. You'll be there. What about you? (laughs) Then it says, And sharper than any two edged sword. The word of God is sharp, it's well able to deal with you. Your lying spirit will leave. Yeah. Your lines you, the things that go on in your mind is not good. If God would if they were to put every day evil thoughts, say that. hey. hey. Ah. Mm. If your thoughts were being projected on the screen, hey. 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 I thank God hey. Are you here? And many of us know if you are a bona fide Christian, you should be, you will be worried about your character it's just that as you are fighting He seems to be fighting with you as you said I will not get angry like that again I will not speak like that again I will not do that again then suddenly even before you are aware, you are done and you are crying again but the scripture says that the word of God is quick, it's powerful, it's sharp and as you continue to read the word almost unknown to you he's shaving away things he's cutting away things hallelujah some of you should be receiving it all because I've been watching you I've been watching you and some of you as I look at your lives I'm worried about you in the hereafter yeah I wonder how is this person going to be able to work as I look at the person's total indiscipline in life just a total hey we have to call you to wake you up Ah, who, who, who is going to call you to wake you up in this life You can't wake up to come to church. Do you think when you are working in the bank, you'll be able to wake up? Remember that the bank would have kept you till 10 p.m. the night before. You leave your house at 10. You arrive at 11, 11 11.30. When you get home, there's housework waiting. Or even if there isn't, you go to sleep. Tomorrow, you must be on the road at 5 to get back to the same bank before Seven, and right now you are just here. Wake up and come. You can't. Hey, you know some of you are like, oh, when I get there, I'll be able. Man, dada, dada. Don't dada yourself at all. Hey, please push your neighbor and say, are you one of those who has taught yourself to sleep? Just cha me da, me da. Hey. So sometimes when I see it, I wonder. So what character is this? I watch some of you young ladies. You don't know that I know that you only drink Milo and bread every night. And I wonder that, hey. Because of laziness, oh, Because of laziness. I just say, uh, how I'll walk and I'll go to the market and I'll come. And I can't. Hey this world it doesn't have a place for lazy people there's no place there's no place in this way, a lazy person there's no place there's no place lazy people Eh, uh, pastor Gina, come give him microphone please uh-huh, there's a microphone here uh-huh. uh, please in a given month how many days do you travel in a given a month of twenty working days, about sixteen. Okay. Working days in the month are how many? There are twenty. And you travel about how many? Sixteen out of the twenty. Okay. By air or by road? No, I drive. You don't have say it well. I drive. You don't have driver. No, I don't have a driver. So you can drive. yourself how many hours to go and work? Um, four hours in four hours. They say, eh. Hey. So when you are going to the place, four hours you drive yourself. Yes. Then you go and sleep. No, I go and work. You go and work. Yes. Then when you finish, you do what? I drive back. You sit down inside the car and drive back. Yeah. Or you sleep. No, and then no, no, I drive back. So wait, the driving was eight hours. Yes. Then the work was how many hours? About three. Working. So, work walk, what? Working. and Walking ourselves. When I said there's no place for lazy people, So you have woken up in the morning driven four hours gone to the place three hours as you have arrived you are walking around four plus three is what seven when you finish the seven hours then you do what I drive back sit down drive back thank you very much I, the world doesn't have lazy people and in your character you are a lazy person but as you are reading the word of god the word of God will be shaving off the laziness. Yeah. yeah. yeah, It will be removing it. Because the Bible says the word is like a hammer. Look, sometimes if you really read the word, there are times where you' like, ah! like so I've hit you with a hammer, but at times it's because something is leaving you. Hallelujah. Yeah, are you there? Let's continue. It says, piercing. <laughs> Have you ever heard the word and it is nowadays unspiritual Christians when the word is choking then they get angry. Who said that? That's one that went saying, My friend, can allow the word of God to choke you and allow it to drive away from you. What it's what must be driven away is piercing. Why is it piercing? Look at where it is working. Even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Let me tell you something. Your soul and your spirit. When I'm teaching on it, I say, oh, three people should come and stand here. Your soul and your spirit, they are not three separate They are together. Only the word can see that this is soul and this is spirit and enter there. Yeah. Yeah. So dividing of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow. When you see the bone, the marrow is inside. When you are chewing the meat and you want the marrow. Have you seen the amount of work? <laughs> <laughs> hey, just to remove the marrow from... And this is the bone of a dead animal. You have killed the animal. You have broken up the bones. You have boiled the meat. Boiled, 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 cooked, 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 Before you can even now separate. But the word of God is able to separate it. Hallelujah. Are you believing that the word is powerful? Yeah. Hey. And it is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Oh, this one. If you have never believed it before, believe the scripture that says that the heart is deceitful. Hey. Your heart. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Your heart is deceitful. And my heart is deceitful. So what does it mean? It means that what you think you are feeling is not it. Hey! What you think you are feeling is not like that. That's why under pressure, people behave in a different way. Aha! Uh-huh. Under a certain circumstance, then you see that, you no. Know, oh me, I like going to church. I like church. Eh. Hey. Midterms are coming, we shall see. Midterms Midsom, are coming. Some of you in the church this morning, is it not small rainfall that came yesterday? Small rainfall. Because of the small rainfall, you are now seeing that something and you didn't really like church like that. Oh. This morning somebody had to wake you up. Somebody had to coax you. Somebody had to talk. Even when they were calling, you didn't pick. They had to send someone to knock on your door. Don't give me that, that I like church. Even small rainfall has been able to shift me. (sighs) But the word of God is working on you. Hallelujah. It says the word is a discerner of the thoughts. You think you are, come on, come on, come on, come on. You know something, learn to rely on the Holy Spirit. eh? Just learn that in yourself. Paul said it. Say in myself, there's nothing good. There's nothing good, and allow the Word of God to just be working on you. Hey, recently somebody got me, and for the next hour, I sat there plotting and planning. Then at a point, I said that look, a Christian cannot plot. Pl- hey? How can you be planning so that somebody will fall? As we are sitting here, I'm planning that ahead. You be coming dancing, my leg, my chocolate, oh. <laughs> you will fall down. You are the way you will hit that. Oh, tell your neighbor, Christian doesn't think like that. Hey, <laughs> I'm telling you, my own say, so yeah, I look at that. day, my way back, you, are is on the way. Wow. Number six. Are you tired of the powerful effects? Number six. A regular quiet time puts a weapon. Oh, I love this one. Puts a weapon into the hand of the believer. Oh, man. Let me tell you something today. If you don't have word of God, if you do not know the word, if you do not learn the scriptures, you are a Christian without a weapon. Do you think when Jesus Christ had finished his temptation on the uh, when they finished the, when the devil came, he was now going to look for what? It was word that was in him. It was word that was in him. And so when you are here, you are a Christian. You've even been a Christian for a while. And then we say to you after gathering service, there is lay school there. You think that you are doing me? You are doing you? Why is the lay school there? The late schools are there because there are Christians in the church. You do not know enough scriptures. So come to the thing and learn the scriptures. Learn it. Learn it. The Bible says, look, Jesus said that he is giving us the Holy Spirit. He said he will cause us to remember. You can only remember that which you have had before. Not what you have not had. So the word that you have never learned and the word that you have never studied, there's nothing we can do with it about it. The thing that comes, is brought to your remembrance. Do you remember that scripture that says? But when there's no scripture? And the way you fight back when we are trying to help you. Because you are a generation that does not know the word, does not love the word. And that is why we must now look for things to help you. Allow me to say it. Yeah. When I became a believer, it was a time when the time was just, just different. We learned the scriptures by the chapter. Yes. Yes. Okay, shall we start? You see, if I start, give me John 1.12. I'll get the answer from the first and second chapter. Uh, seat. By the time I say, give me Hebrews five. 12 to 14. I'll get the answer only from the front seat. When the devil comes, what do you tell him? And he comes to you regularly. Regular. Regular. No word. No word to sack him. No word to balance yourselves. And that is why we have lay schools. And that is why I stand here in this service and I say to you that, listen, you came for charisma service. Be here. Gathering service is another service. Be here for it. Why? Because for most of you, that's all the way that is going to be you for the week. And when you finish, there's a list school, somebody will stand there. In the list school, they are teaching you can ask a question. And the scriptures, here we cannot learn the scripture throughout the but in the lay schools, somebody will stand with you, go through the scripture. Scripture after scripture, scripture after scripture, scripture. You will think it is nothing. But it is scriptures that are located in your belly. The day that the devil comes, you will know what scripture to pull out. And as for coming, he will come. Oh, he has either come or he's there now or he's coming. Only three possibilities. Sometimes all the three. Yeah, what are you going to do? That is why people are walking around looking for prophets because you have nothing in yourself. Empty barrel, empty, empty barrels. Empty. I say to you, buy the book. Hey, in this book, How to Have a Quiet Time, an Effective Quiet Time, it teaches you how to have a microscopic Bible study. How to have a telescopic Bible study? As you are here, if I if I stop the service now and say let's have a Bible study, you will see something. If I pass, who has a a hard Bible? I want a Bible, physical Bible. I'm going to the back. Pastor Ashong, take it. Let somebody just get someone to stand up. They should open the book Habakkuk for you. Two minutes. In two seconds, just choose a random person. Please, I need another Bible. Open the Bible. You see, it's like it can't even see you. I can't even see you. Thank you. Excuse my left. Jonda, carry this one. Look for another person. Ask the person whether Zachariah comes before Zephaniah or Zephaniah comes before... Uh, Jonda, go to this side. Go to this side. Coside. Hmm. There two minutes. Time is up. Time is up. Time is up. Could the person answer? Listen to me. Listen to me. It's not to ridicule anybody, but it's to let you understand something. You are a Christian. You do not know your Bible. You don't know it. You do not know it. You do not know your Bible. You do not, do not, do not know your Bible. You don't know it. You don't know it. So, this one, dear, don't come with your challenge because somebody is trying to challenge me in the spirit. That's why I'm also talking back. Allow. And that's why I'm saying that Sunday morning when you come, you have come to church. Be here. This message, you need it. The next one, you need it. Join the lay school. Learn the scriptures. The scriptures I'm quoting today, it's not scriptures I learned yesterday. Let me inform you. I'm 55 years old. When I read a scripture now, when I try to study it now, as I'm studying it, Sarah said, come here, I've studied. Next three minutes, The scriptures that have stayed with me are the chapters I learned at your age. Not the new ones. Not the new ones. A time comes when the brain is even like a seed. It doesn't hold things as much. If I had waited till this age to now start learning scriptures, by this time has the devil not finished me. I thank God. In our day, we did it on our own. Nobody needed to come and give us lay school or lying down school, or anything for us to learn. In your time, it's a different age. You can see that the devil has taken off. You can see that the weapons that he's unleashing at you, they did not even exist in my time. So we have to do other things. We must do other things to let the word of God enter, and enter fast, and deep, and quickly. Hey! If I take a sample in this room, of the number of virgins... Men and women, I may not find even 20. Not even 10, 20. I was one. It's million, 10%. 10%. Of those 10%, those who have played dangerous games. Some of you, the reason why you are still a virgin says that something has not come yet. That's all. And it is because of the absence of the word of God. The absence of the word of God in you. That's what is working. And then when we come and we are doing the thing, we should now beg you. Okay, I'm begging you today. I'm begging you for your own sake. For your own sake, not somebody else's sake. At this age in your life, be in church in the morning. Write notes. Most of you don't write notes. You don't write notes. How did I learn scriptures? I'll go to church. When my pastor is preaching, I'll write down, write it, write it, write it. I didn't have the privilege you have of getting a daily devotional online. From Monday to the next Saturday, every scripture that he has um, quoted, I'm learning it by heart. By the time I get back to church, okay, now let's continue to the next part of the service. That's what we had to do to learn the word. Bishop will be there with his friends when they want to play a game. I quote, you quote. I quote, you. It was a game. You quote and we'll see who can floor who first. Not that you are just quoting plus the address. You people, if I start now, I just sent two Bibles into the church. I said they should be. some people were looking straight. It's like, don't even come near me. Are you here in the house? And do you agree that it must change? It has got to change and now, not when you finish school because now the mind is alert and supple the mind is alert easy to remember, easy to pick up easy to learn those scriptures, they are my tummy now they are here and even under severe pressure, those scriptures come yeah wow hey, push your neighbor and say neighbor, give me a scripture no, don't even bother because when the person gives you, you also don't know the scripture you don't know whether it's right or it's wrong <laughs> hallelujah From today, (laughs) understand it. Amen. Charisma service. We come to church in the morning. One service is preached. We come to gathering service. Another, and it is like that all over first love. Do you know why? Our bishop discovered major people in the church didn't know anything in this script. Nothing. Nothing. So that is why. Are you understanding? Lay schools be in. Please ask your neighbor, what lay school are you in? Hmm. If the person doesn't know, even know what a lay school is, tell the person with their Y is too bad. Please, it's not please, if you are this time, I understand. God bless you, but you also joined the lay school. But you are here. Learn the scripture for your own sake. Learn it. Learn it. We're going to be giving awards to some people in the next service for exams that they took on the word no don't clap at all it shows you where we are standing that to get people to learn the word of god we now have to produce awards ask your neighbor what word do you understand what scripture what scripture can you quote hey and tell your neighbor we are changing it from today we are changing it stand to your feet this morning I hope from today you are going to start to have your quiet time. Don't miss any one of this series that's coming your way. Don't miss it at all. Don't miss it. You want to bow down your head and pray. Many are struggling with their quiet time. When we say quiet time, we are not talking about the time when you are praying with your family. No. Your quiet time is your time alone with God. Talk to God about it. Some of us need to ask for the grace. Because the way we are, it's not happening. Some of us, we have been so unstable, we come, it's good for some time, and then we fall off again. Whatever your situation, talk to the Lord. And say, Lord, grant me the grace to have a constant and consistent quiet time. In the name of Jesus. Forgive me for jumping over. Forgive me for the times when I've thought of, I have no time. Forgive me, but from now, Lord... Cause me to be somebody who has a quiet time. Every single day. Every single day. Whether I am well or I am sick. Whether I am late or I am not late. cause me to have a quiet time. Every single day. Every single day. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you Lord. As every head is bowed this morning. Every eye is closed. Before you can have a quiet time of meaning. You must be a child of God. It was Jesus who told us that except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. It's not when we say someone is born again, it's because you don't know your Bible. That's why you do not know that it's a scripture. But today, I'm asking you to be born again. You are here. You believe in Jesus on your inside, but you have not opened your mouth to confess him as Lord. I refer you to the word of God in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10. He says that believing that you believe in your heart, you must confess it with your mouth in order to be saved. The Bible says that demons also believe in Jesus and they tremble. They even shiver. We cannot be less than demons. Not at all. But we can be more. How are we more? By confessing what we believe. No demon can confess Jesus as Lord at all. Only human beings can do that. And you are here today, you are saying, I have not confessed you knowingly. Maybe you see, those of you who struggle the most are those who have been in church all your lives. Because you think that I've been in church all my life, so it's okay. But no church died for you. And so no church can save you. You have to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior for yourself. You are here this morning, you want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand and I pray with you. Just lift up your right hand. Don't think about a neighbor. Don't think about a friend. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You're standing there and you are, your heart is beating. It's a sign. The Holy Spirit is just saying to you, you have to finish this thing. You've got to finish it. He's calling you. Lift up your right hand and we'll pray together. Lift it up. Lift it up and we'll pray together. Father, thank you for your grace and your mercy towards us. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen.